Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm your host this week, Dan. Joining me, of course, is my co-host, Pagan. Hello. Oh, hello. And joining us this week on this episode of the Replayer Podcast, we have... Destiny. Okay, perfect. Destiny. when your entire society is... Destin boobies? Destin boobs? We've been called many names. So we have joining us this week... We have... One uh, Scott. Bonjour. Bonjour. We have James. Hello there. And we have Tina, the one and only. Hi all. Uh, welcome Hi-o. to the show this week, guys. Thank you. Thank you for, Thank you for having us. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Scott and James are actually returning uh, replayer guests to the show. Tina, everyone knows who Tina is, but this is your first time on the show. Thank you for joining us God this week. God help you all. I mean, <laughs> we can only hope no we one's going to listen to this episode. Several Rosemary's. <laughs> he damn well better. So you guys can call out Nolan. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. who's that guy? I haven't seen him in like a couple of years, I think. Forgot, I forgot, right? Just, you know, yeah. Ancient philosopher, Nolan. He does a load of shit on YouTube, but I don't watch it. <laughs> the ancient philosopher. <laughs> He's a mm. shit YouTube channel. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you all for joining us. reasons I didn't say that. This week, uh, Destin Noobs, what is that? Please, somebody tell me. And our listeners. Um, what are we? Um, explain <laughs> <laughs> Destiny badly, I guess, is the best way of putting it. Yeah, I'd say we... That's a good sum we, up. We've been yeah. playing games for a long time, and, you know, a lot of FPS stuff, um, and once... We found something that was like a, a three-player team-based game that we could, you know, wasn't just like a repeat of something. It was something that we could constantly progress at and come back to whenever we're bored. We just decided one day, what if we stream this? Just whatever we do every night, and we just started streaming it. We were playing oh, for a good long oh, while. So together, you're playing think, Destiny. Okay, cool. I yeah. like that game. It's fun. But Overwatch didn't really work after a while <laughs> because we just kept getting the shit kicked out of us repeatedly. Yeah. And PvP repeatedly isn't fun, so we found mm. something that was like PvE, so we could just play and chill. Yeah. So we had a chance. <laughs> they, they got very bored of me like teaching everyone new swear words when we were playing Overwatch. So, so you guys play Destiny, and you have oh, a laugh. Destiny 2. Destiny 2. Destiny mostly. 2, to be um, specific. We, we have branched out. We've done a bit of Overwatch. We've done a bit of... Um, uh, Division two as well, oh. um, another sort of yeah oh. shooter. So yeah, yeah. Division's kind of fun. I play the division. Recently, we very recently did the Outriders. Oh yeah, right, right. yep. Yeah, um, which was actually a really good stream. We had great fun doing that. I I mm. loved it. I think um, Scott, you were you you were like a little indifferent to it. Um, I'm it? I'm just 
I'm not that good at games. So <laughs> I just I just struggled with it. Like it was really cool. Cool game, but yeah. Question too, uh, for Tina on that one playing Outriders. Did you have more fun with it because there was less jumping across massive chasms? Is that a day? No. <gasps> no. Whoa. Oh, because and... we all know who's the bad one at jumping. I mean, that's me. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's most known to be in fair. Destiny. Most people suck at jumping in Destiny because they make it really goddamn difficult to jump oh, from place to place. Sometimes he just glides mm-hmm. like majestically to his doom. I'm the class that's meant to be able to jump the easiest. And the first time I played a level with James, um, I fell to my thirty times in a row on a starter mission, and I'm the warlock. And if anyone great. played Destiny, like that makes no you nail sense. It. When you nail it, that was so cool just to see the warlock. I do occasionally just appear at the top of the screen. Oh, it was and I'm so like, much yeah, fun that would never happen again. It really was. <laughs> so, how long yeah. have you guys been playing Destiny, just in general? Ooh, nearly a year. A year. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, Destiny because we started in lockdown. No, it's our it's our lockdown game. Yeah, ah, okay. It, okay. Yeah, it was a big lockdown thing. Oh wow! Okay. Did you play Destiny one? I did. You played Destiny 1? Okay. Uh, the other two didn't. Gotcha. See, I was a big fan I of Destiny 1. I got them into it a little bit recently. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we tried it recently, and <laughs> it was a bit difficult. I'm sure it's Again, hard I'm to go like back to Destiny oh. 1 if you didn't play it originally. Yeah, it's mm. not easy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I actually kind uh, of... I almost prefer Destiny 1 in a weird way. I think Destiny 2 I is definitely better. Yeah. Um, but some of the changes they've made to Destiny 2 are kind of like, if you don't know what you're doing, it's easy to get lost, the, the way they structure that game now. Mm-hmm. Hey, I think you Destiny, Destiny 1 was a bit of a bust until... Uh, I played Destiny. Taken King. Mm-hmm. Oh, Destiny 2. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I think we've Taken talked King about that. Taken King on Destiny 1 was amazing. Oh, yeah. That was some of the best content they put out for that, that was, game. Yeah, that was that's easily one of the best. Uh, um, before Forsaken, that was easily the best mm-hmm. DLC they've ever done. It was mm-hmm. brilliant. Yeah, I actually... and of course, obviously Nolan is in it as well. Oh, of course, is he? Apparently, oh, of course. Allegedly. Oh. I don't he, know. He does like his it's David not voice. Our version, Scott. We got a different version. He plays some pube <laughs> thing. I don't. Oh, he's honestly, uh, he's he's probably in anything, even if it's just not credited. He's just he's there somewhere. <laughs> Rock, like Nolan a Hello North. Kitty That's mobile game. Really, <laughs> Nolan North. He, he plays the sparrow. Yeah, just ah. no, that means you have somewhere, to ride. Guarantee. <laughs> that means riding Nolan. Yes. No. No. He did all the mocap for the sparrows. I tell you what, no, I don't think he's in. There is a game series I don't think he's in. Oh. Mortal Kombat. That's true. Mortal Kombat. What a, what a segue that, that was. was. Did you love that what segue? Segue. That was actually really good. Well done. Uh, thank you, James, <laughs> for the fourth segue. So we're talking about Mortal Kombat now. So who likes Mortal Kombat? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, Pagan. Oh, I was like... That was a rhetorical question. No. I actually did. I thought it was like... Tar- hell, okay, sorry. hell yeah. I like it because it it's the greatest button mashing game. I really don't know anything about it other than some of the characters. And I'm like, this is great fun. That's, yeah. that's all it is Just to me, and I love it. To hell. I yep. absolutely love mm-hmm. it. I'm actually an arcade cabinet. I uh, love yeah. Pagan, our old school token, jaunt, button mashing. That's, it's fun. It's True. fun. It's colorful. It fucking moves well. It's aged well as a game, mm-hmm. like old school Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Great. 
Oh, I still have fun going back and playing sure. old school Mortal Kombat. Oh, I was 12 when it came out. Um, and, oh, hey, oh. Yeah, yeah, like 1993 it came out. Mm. I was 12. It was 8. And I oh, still God. remember going to the arcades and plowing so much money into it. I was like, 8. Trying to, work out the, trying to work out the fatalities. And then I think uh, Scorpion was always my favorite character anyway. Mm. Um, I just mm-hmm. loved his aesthetic uh, and the, the, the moveset that he had. But when I realized that his fatality on the original Mortal Kombat was literally just holding block and pressing up twice. That's it. That's all it is. Um, I was like, yes, that that's the guy for me. Nice and easy. Don't need to worry about combinations or anything like that. I'm sorted. Right. Um, the easiest yeah, yeah. fatality so, in the game. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah. And, and Short I grew of up the with pit it. I've, I've grown up day. with Mortal Kombat throughout the years. Because the pit was just an mm-hmm, uppercut. Mm-hmm. The pit was amazing. Oh, no, you had to do a specific uppercut. You couldn't just do a regular one. My memory was always just doing an uppercut and they would just fall in the pit if you did it. In the original on the, game. Oh, on the first Mortal Kombat. After that, they changed it. Right, and yeah. You had, yeah. To do the, you had to do the stage fatality yeah. um, input for it. I press buttons. And they did the inverted <laughs> version in Mortal Kombat <laughs> 2 <laughs> where the spikes were on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And you uppercutted them into it, which was great. And then they yes! had the acid pool in that one, too. I loved Whoa, the acid I pool. I remember that they, in a while. Yeah, there was the acid pool as well. But there was a great, um, there was a great trick that if you, um, if you held down on the control pad after you'd uppercutted them into the spikes... Um, it didn't happen otherwise, but they would slowly fall back off the spikes. I remember that too. <laughs> if you held down, yeah, there was some great little nuggets. Yeah, really, I loved. I love the Mortal Kombat oh games God. for that. They put in so many little Easter eggs and stuff. Oh my God, the Toasty! Never got yes, tired of Dan that. Yes, Dan Toasty Forden. Toasty. <laughs> Dan Forden, obviously one of. Well, the I mean, as you're such a, as you're uh, such a big fan. Are you guys looking forward to the movie? Oh my god. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so yes. excited. Yes. <laughs> for real, like, yeah. again, for, for somebody who's not like, a diehard, but, like, uh, knows the game, knows the characters, and I'm always like, oh, it's a video game movie. You yeah. Know, <laughs> that trailer, I, I said, I've said <laughs> to everyone, like, that actually won me over. That really did win me over, because I was like... Sure, it's going to be modern and nice CG, you know, it's going to look better, but isn't it going to be it? But I like it. I am totally gonna hump. Like, I don't know if I'll watch it at home or if I want to see it in the in the in the cinema. But either way, I'm gonna watch cinema. it as soon as it comes out. Yeah. Tina, I feel like you? at this point during COVID, I'm gonna watch anything in the cinema. Like, I just uh, want to go. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember going to see the original. Yeah. So I oh the original friends. Oh my god. The, what was that? 1995? Yeah, ninety five. So 95. I was fourteen. Um, and me and a bunch of friends at school, we all, yeah, we, we, it's crazy, isn't it? How long ago it was. Um, for, by the way, for everyone that's listening to purposes, I'm 40 this year. And I was 14 <laughs> when I went to yeah. this movie. That's how long ago it was. Um, it blows my mind because I'm like, I don't, I, I just don't, yeah, I can't believe you're that much older than me. It's just, <laughs> thanks, Megan. Like, thanks, wow. nice. <laughs> nice. It's okay. I can't believe no, how fucking old you like, are. You <laughs> You and are a relic, sir, aren't you? Can't you? <laughs> I just exude dump. It's just... <laughs> it's not too yeah. different than like it's not, Noob Saibot or Smoke or something. Just I, pretty much, yeah. I'm yeah, I'm basically yeah, Smoke. Um, yeah. So I remember um, myself and my friends. We got, and this was before the days of YouTube. Um, 
well before the days of YouTube, and we got before so the internet up on watching the yeah, it was well, no, the internet was there, it was there, <laughs> yeah. but it was in its infancy. The dial up um, internet, very yeah, yeah, it was, it was dial up yeah. internet, and um. And me and my friends, we we were so incensed. We wanted to watch this film, and we found out. And it, you still hear about it today sometimes, where people will go and watch a film purely because the trailer for another film is going to play at the beginning of it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, we back then we had those cinema cards where you you'd pay like a monthly subscription and you could go and see as many films as you wanted in the month. Mm-hmm. And so we did that. We 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 went to these movies and we would sit there, watch the Mortal Kombat trailer, and then leave. Because we knew it was going amazing, to be, yeah. and uh, uh, one of us managed to get hold of a an audio recording, a relatively bad audio recording, of the trailer and the music. And the music was what made it for us. And I'm sure a lot of people will agree with this that the the Mortal Kombat music, the uh, techno oh singer by the Immortals, still love that theme just song. An iconic theme. And we loved it so much. We we used to be in, and this is this is a terrible thing to admit. We would be in our GCSE German classes where you'd have like a you'd have a a, re- a tape recorder and you'd have to be like listening along to the you know the German and you'd be like oh yeah sir and um, instead Great of that job. we'd we'd like swap out the tape. Well, I'm part German. I'm allowed. Um, <laughs> we'd swap out the tape for this tape version that one of us, and we'd sit there just listening to the music along you know on and it would be the trailer version as well so you'd hear all the dialogue over the top of it it's badly mm-hmm. like it was did you get sliced. caught when you were just like never got caught but we <laughs> i mean we we were beaming i think our german teacher must have thought we loved that lesson but it was purely yeah, right. so we could listen to that theme tune and that was the beginning of james's acting career because <laughs> <laughs> he was like mm. Yes, man. Sure. Yeah. Like sitting there, like found in the Mortal Kombat trailer tunes. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you're not sure, that's German for "Can you point me in the direction of the nearest castle, please?" <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. That's all you need in Germany. It is. It's literally all you need in Germany. There's a lot of castles. It's actually, there. yeah, that's the castles are beautiful in Germany, so it's worth it. They really are. Yeah, a lot of the old Dracula films were filmed there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to know that you guys are fans of the original movie, I'm assuming. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I did that move where I saw that movie when I was 10. I had my parents bring me to the theaters to see it. And then I, as a, the big nerd that I was, I had a cassette tape recording of the audio from that movie. And I would listen to it and, like, play the movie in my head. So. Nice. Pretty yeah, nerdy. Yeah, we do that. We'd. <laughs> Yeah, it... no, we'd play the game and we'd do, like, the voice versions of, like, you know, all the different characters. Mm. You know, especially, like, Christopher Lambert's Raiden, who is... Oh, yeah. You know, Raiden's supposed to be, you know, he's supposed to be an Asian, um, like, kind of deity. <laughs> and they, they pick yeah, this, yeah. like... Yeah, they pick this, like, French actor to do it. And he'd be like, one of you three will decide the outcome of the tournament. <laughs> and it's it was like... Just... <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> I was like... Um, but I tell you, I tell you, the standout <laughs> performance for the whole film for me would always be um, Kari Hiroyuki Tagawa as Shang Tsung. Oh, yeah. He was phenomenal. Oh, my phenomenal. God, yes. Phenomenal. And that's why they brought him back for more time at I added him as a friend, and he accepted. <laughs> I actually got Shang Tsung. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my been God. I've to check if amazing. he still is or not. But, um, but yeah, I actually had Kari Hiroyuki Tagawa as a friend on Facebook for a while. And um, uh, yeah, and he had this whole thing so called good. Shang's Army, which was his like army of fans. And he was a, he was a, he's a really decent bloke. Oh, he's a very hey. good actor as well. If you've seen him in um, uh, Man in the High Castle, Man in the High Castle. Thank you. Oh, oh my exactly. god, going on that. 
I haven't seen oh. that, but I've heard it's oh, pretty Tina, good. Tina, Tina. on Amazon. Oh, oh no, no, no. I know I've it's... seen him in other movies, and I no. Pagan's like, or Tina's just like, just go watch it, Pagan. Just, just go watch it. No, you love it, Pagan. You love it, but it's it's, it's a lot. Very good. It's it is a oh, lot. Yeah. It's like alternate reality. What will happen if the German won? Mm-hmm. If the Nazis won World War Two? Yeah, yeah, it's really Amazing. interesting. Yeah. So like New York is pretty much like swastikas everywhere and all that kind of <laughs> thing. It's very very oh. powerful. Yeah, it's For very sure, very yeah. powerful watching. Um, okay, I definitely one of the other wonderful Thank things you. about um, Karihiro Yukitagawa is they brought him back in the most yeah. recent Mortal Kombat game in, M- uh, in MK11. He plays Shang Tsung. Yeah, and, just uh, to say he's that the voice actor for him. Great. And they've also digitized his <laughs> and, face. And they... the movie packs as well from the original movie is great. Yes, oh, yes yeah, they brought back the Linda Nashby. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's amazing. So, so good. Yeah, I was going to shout that, too, about Mortal Kombat 11, how they brought back the actor who played Shang Tsung for the game. And it's like, oh, my God, that's it was such a great, clever, like nostalgic thing to bring back the actor from the movie, which had nothing to do with any of the games previously. But for whatever reason, it was just such a perfect like, yes, like this is the Shang Tsung that we know and love. It's appreciating and acknowledging fans who have supported them up to that point who who will get that. So they, they know they'll get that support for it. I love, guys, I love it when anything it before. Does. Yeah. He's mm. done it before as well. Um, there was um, uh, a limited series, Warner Brothers produced web series called uh, Mortal Kombat Legacy, which was based mm-hmm. off of Mortal Kombat Rebirth, which was done by uh, yes. Kevin, and I, I'm going to murder his surname, uh, Tantron. Tantron. Yeah. Tantron, yeah. Um, so he did this thing called Mortal Kombat Rebirth, which was an amazing sort of gritty uh reboot that he'd done um and weirdly enough sonya blade in that here's a bit of trivia for it sonya blade in that was played by jerry ryan who's otherwise known as yep. seven of nine yep from star oh. yeah um, no yeah and Jax was um oh gosh what's his name michael j white oh yeah was yeah. it the original movie um, oh, cool. raiden no this isn't the original no, movie. no that was game the, this was a no legacy I yeah. think I saw some of those episodes. I didn't see them yeah, all. Yeah, they though. were amazing. I was pretty, and yeah, it's pretty so good. Mm. They brought yeah. Harry Hiriyakutagawa into that to play Shang Tsung. He yes. played an older version of himself. Yep. That's really cool. That's yeah. Yes, and I actually thought, like, when I saw the movie trailer that's coming out, I actually thought that they would try and bring him back in. Oh, and then obviously you do, see, you do see a different uh, actor. I think it's Chin, it's Chin Han. Chin Han. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm like, oh. The Dark Knight and- yeah, and I'm like, this is pretty cool, but I, I would just, I would, I would just love to see some cameos from from the original. We don't know <laughs> yet. We don't. <laughs> we don't in there somewhere. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. There could be, but yeah, true, I would, I would true, like true. to see that actually. That'd be cool. I, I think the, the the one I'm most excited about is Scorpion. Um, again, he's he was oh, kind of my OG God. character, but um, here you can see. They look so is, cool. They look yeah, so cool. He's so an amazing cool. actor as well. He's in yeah. so many good films. You know, he was in Wolverine. He was in. Um, Last of the Samurai. Last Samurai. Mm. Yeah, he was in. He was in Endgame. So uh, it was a bit part, but he was in it. Um, but mm-hmm. he's he was the main antagonist in Rush Hour Three. <laughs> he's an amazing actor, and uh, to have him play Scorpion. Oh my god! I I got so many kind of goosebumps on my arm when I saw that, and when I heard him say "Get over here" the mm-hmm. first time in the trailer. Oh. Yes. And a lot of people complained about Actually, that. A lot I... of people have really kind of gone to town Dude, on it on the internet why? because it they don't like his accent. It's awesome. like Scorpion's name is uh, Hat- um, Hanzo Hasashi. Yes. He is Japanese. Yes. Of course he's going to have a yeah. Japanese uh, accent. And you know uh, what? Obviously the original so Get Over Here was... Yeah, it, it really does. It I does. mean, okay, 
you, the original Get Over Here was iconic, but it was Ed Boon, one of the yeah. um, one of the creators of Mortal Kombat, that actually provided the voice for Scorpion shouting that. And um, and the fact that um, people are going a bit nuts over it is, I, I think it's great. And there's a little TV spot now, which I saw earlier today, where you actually hear him say his name. Sounds so good in that voice. Mm. Just to hear him say Scorpion in that voice. Ah, oh, mm. I loved him in The Last Samurai. I loved him in The Last Samurai. He's amazing. And yeah, it's such a great film. Um, So I was super excited to see him as as Scorpion. And just like, especially in the trailer where it starts and you're like, oh, he's in this. That's awesome. And then you can see him kind of like make the weapon. And I'm like, oh, fucking shit. And he's Mm -hmm. in like traditional Japanese gar. And then, you know, you know what I mean? I'm like, I am so excited for this. And then he puts the <laughs> thing through say, that guy's I, face. And I'm like, yeah. I, I watched the, the last so trailer talk episode. And when you picked out, like, you see him put together the weapon, I didn't pick up on that until you pointed that out in the episode. No I was way. like, oh, snap. This is, like, yeah. full on. Like, it's literally how it became Scorpion in every like, way. So like, cool. Well, a that was awesome. is a traditional Japanese gardening tool. That's why yeah. it's in yeah. That's why it's in the ground. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. So, it's awesome. That. Like, that, that was really well spotted. And, like, even as I say, I'm not, I know the characters, but you know, people picking out those points that this movie is going to be good for noobs as well. Who don't know, no pun intended, uh, who don't know like the, the lore and everything. That's really cool, which means I'm going to be able to watch this fully and like learn so much more about the characters, whether it's game lore or not. And I'm going to have a much bigger mm-hmm. appreciation and probably go and buy the latest game immediately afterwards. Um, so yeah, it looks I'm, like they've been true sure. to the characters as well. For sure, for, yeah. For that those was, of us that have played it throughout the years, it's, that was one of the things that like most excited me about this movie that they were going to really emphasize the story of Scorpion and his uh, rivalry yes. with Sub Zero because that's such a core, beloved yes. part of the franchise that fans crave the most is that I, story mm-hmm. and that rivalship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so I'm interested going to see what they're doing with Lewis Tan. Cool. All right, I'm interested to see what they're going to be doing with Lewis Tan's character mm. because everyone assumed that he would have been one of the main known characters in Mortal Kombat, and now they're doing yeah. from. No, it's not. I'm really interested to see mm. where they take that because they could have just used the same formula over and over again with the whole uh-huh. basis of the Mortal Kombat tournament, which was these same characters mm-hmm. doing it over and over again, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. But now they're adding in this other element which I think is so fucking interesting. I'm a little worried. Yeah, I think this is really cool that they're... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I think it's really cool they're going to bring in, like, um, almost like an authentic character. But something is telling me, and actually it was it was more from watching ta- Trailer Talk back with live chat and with the replayers and mm. stuff. Mm. People were spouting, like, uh, their theories, and I was like, like oh, shit, I think that they could be right. No, no well, it could Scorpion be, but I feel yeah, like... Something like that. I think it's related to Scorpion in some way. And mm. I think that he's going to start as Cole Young and then it's going to be like some sort of reveal. That he's Takeda, which if you mm. played Mortal Kombat yes, that's, X, that's a theory um, I thought I saw. Yes. Yes. That's yeah. There's a school of thought that he's Takeda, which is actually Kenji's son. Um, in terms of the actual chronology of everything, uh, Kenji was the blind swordsman yeah. uh, who was played by Down Southworth in the online ver- in the um, online web series. Uh, who, by the way, was Virgil in Devil May Cry, um, which is why I'm a massive fan of his. Ah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Takeda um, is Kenji's son, and he's actually trained in the techniques of the Shirai Ryu, which is Scorpion's clan um, ah. in the in the yeah in the main continuity. 
And there's talk that maybe he was, you know, that, that Cole Young is going to become him. Although the mm. weird thing is there's been pictures, and I don't know if you've seen the there's a tiny weeny clip in the in the um in the trailer, which is where Goro actually makes his appearance and everyone was yes. like, Oh my god, Goro's in this, <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> um, and who was original? And I kind of hope they got the uh, the original voice actor back to do Goro because originally he was voiced in the in 1995 by Kevin Michael Richardson, oh, um, who a lot of people will recognise. Um, yeah, and um, uh, so there's a, there's a, a lot of people out there hoping that he's back to to voice Goro again. Um, but there's that in that shot where Goro's jumping. Obviously, your focus is on Goro, but if you look at um, Cole Young in that shot, he's got some kind of weird armor all over his body. And there's, yeah. a, there's a school of thought that oh. maybe his, you know, his skin is oh. like an ablative armor kind of thing. That like, ah, yeah, mm. it's a very cool armor a, as well. Like it's a very yeah, like a bio, biologic, almost like yeah. I guess like kind of X Men Colossus style, you know, almost yeah. kind True. of a biological armor. And um, and you can see it better. They've released a poster now where you can see it better, and it's very detailed and it's got a lot of uh, mm. like kind of swirls and all that in it. But on the same poster, which I'm very excited about, shows Cabal. Ooh, I saw this online. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very... somebody else saw me with this yeah, too. Yeah, very slightly shows up in the in the trailer. You can just about mm. see him. He's fighting Liu Kang um, in the trailer. And, um, and that's it shows, right. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it shows Cabal, and it shows him in his <laughs> um, like his mask and everything. Mm. And for those of us <laughs> that have played the games previously, it's very Cyrax and Sector looking, which kind of might then lead into the whole Cyber Lin Kuei storyline, which I'm kind of hoping that if they do um, like more movies in the series, maybe. yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're setting that up essentially. It. I'm hoping that's a setup for that. Yeah, so. what yeah, I was... it looks, looks great. As much, I love Cabal, too. He's like one of my favorite characters yeah. to play as in Mortal Kombat. And I was curious what your thoughts were, because in the trailer, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like in the trailer they portrayed uh, Kano as one of the heroes of Earth. I think it's mm. a situation where they don't have to be good necessarily mm-hmm. in, in terms of like moral compass. They just have to be a good fighter. And it doesn't matter where their moral compass lies. It just means that they are there to protect Earth Realm and have to save it. And I think that's probably True. where they're going for. Because okay. you still see Sonya fighting Kano in the trailer. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't think you, I don't think they um be, because in in that there is like a pan where just before they introduce themselves they're all lined up on the top of like this yeah. um hill. Mm, yes. And Kano isn't included in that. So I'm kind of like, okay, well these here are your heroes and then he's yeah. So he's still like, one of the defenders um, of Earth, as, but it doesn't mean he's a good guy. Shang Tsung say that. Yeah, he exactly. Says, these are your champions as they as it does that pan shot. It's yeah. Mm, okay. Yes, that's right. Mm. Do you, have, do you guys played Mortal Kombat <laughs> yeah. 11 yet? Good. I yeah, I have it. I have the PlayStation yeah. 5 version. Nice. I don't have it, but I played it a lot. Just so every friend has it, has it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I just haven't invested in it yet for some unknown. Like the amount of times I've been on the store thinking it's about time I bought it, but I just keep putting it off. I've been planning to buy it for like two years. There's a lot of deals. Everyone else has that. I, like, I finally, I finally picked it up mm-hmm. when they put out the ultimate edition that includes all the DLC mm-hmm. and all the expansions. And I'm like, it's time. I'm, I'm going to buy this finally. And it's amazing. I've been playing the, the Jesus out of that game since I got it. It's a very good game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Tina and I have played against each other a few times. I mean, you beat me every time. So. Wins. 
Uh, if I, I get mean, it. I mean, I've been training since uh, like 1993. So. Is that I know, like, like you, were training, you were training on the controller when I was doing Mortal Kombat for real. It's all fun. Which is really exciting for me. My ass. But that's really, like, that's one of the big draws of the movie True. for me as well, is that the fighting looks good. Yeah. It doesn't look yeah. pantomime Like, I have a good. big, I have a lot of friends that are in the stunt community. And that's a big thing for them is making sure it looks authentic. Mm. Like one of my favorite shows, I didn't get really much a lot of attention, but has anyone ever seen Into the Badlands? Mm. Yes. Yes, yes I was in that. Were you? What? I, what? I was a stunt that. extra, would you believe? Oh, <laughs> yeah. what? Girl, love that show. Five styles, unbelievable. The choreography's fucking class, honestly. It's I was there. Uh, we they did a call out. Did you get? That Sorry, go ahead. Do you go for that call out? Because I got that call out. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, the martial arts uh, call out for extras, and I was like, yeah, okay, I'll go. And there was a big thing over it, really, because I like I went and I got it, and it was great. And you just go in, and you do fight choreography with some of the stunt guys, and then um, you're basically been like, yeah or nay, and you get a call, and I'm like, yeah, cool, and then you get a call, and a lot of it was actually just like, it's it. If anybody doesn't know, like extras work is like if you're doing extras um, choreography, there's like here's uh, choreography A and here's choreography B and you're going to be doing choreography B and you're going to be doing choreography A and then like they'll just put you off in some sort of area. So it was class. It was a couple of days filming. And then I got like a call from my agent who was like, uh, you know, do you want to audition like they're opening for this part or whatever? And I was like, fuck, yeah. And they're like, oh, it's for Into the Badlands for this character. And I was like, on the other side. And I was like, hey, so <laughs> apparently I've done like three days here on the show as an extra. Can I still be in it? And they're like, oh, they're really strict about this. Like in America, they're super strict about it. If you are in an act and in the extras background or whatever, you cannot qualify for cast. And I was like, I call bullshit. Please, though? I call bullshit. Please. <laughs> um, so I, I still auditioned. I basically was like, nah, fuck it, I'm, I'm still going to audition. Um, and then it just wasn't right for the part. And I was like, okay, good. Because it was fair. Irish casting agents. And they were just like, you were good. We actually appreciated it, but if you're just not right for the part. I was like, grand, cool. That's um, so funny because one of the yeah, friends I, I did, I did casting like multiple funny. characters. And you can see him on screen every time. Is but it's in different friend, seasons. No. Yeah, but it's all um, oh, okay. stunt work, right? In like, I, pre- I presume. Like, no, he was a character. He had he had a couple of voice lines. He got. Um, oh, cool. Damn. Um, Damn. Shit. Mm, second, second. Just they divided up the seasons really weird. Second, third <laughs> season, like he was background, background, background. They became one of like the main, um, the main group of followers for. Oh, I can't remember who it was. But then that's when he started speaking. No, it wasn't butterflies. Butterfly. Were you a butterfly? I was. Were you one? Of, were you like one of the, yeah. the oh, when they God. were outside training in the grounds, like that kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. I was outside there. training in the grounds, and then we went. We went out to kill deer. No. Ah, yeah. No, actually, I think it was. It was actually out near. Uh, it was Wicklow. It's um, Ardmore. Like, massive quarry. You guys are out with yeah. Ardmore, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we went to this big quarry and we did like massive running scenes and like death scenes and fight scenes and like stick scenes. And like, I gotta say, sometimes when you work with other extras that are like semi martial arts trained and they start fucking whacking sticks and stuff like that and they start breaking shit. And I'm like, 
Oh my god, please stop doing that. The props department must have gone mental with how many sticks <laughs> were broken. A lot of it is showing oh. off. It's very funny to see like how much True. bravado comes into it. And it's like you should be acting it. You can still do the same thing without making the same amount of contact. It's how you use your body. Yeah. And how you stop the uh-huh. technique or all that kind of Control. thing. But yeah. <laughs> Ten hours later. Oh wow. Oh, yes. Damn! Look at you! Why is this not your profile picture? You look like a character from Mortal Kombat. Awesome thing! (laughs) Yeah, dude! Jesus! That's amazing! It was pretty cool, I gotta say. Doing more of this, like, that's instantly, like, badass. Yeah, Yeah, it was was fucking cool, I gotta say. Like, like, the costume was so good. Yeah, man. Yeah, a friend friend of mine... um, Nathan, who will probably never listen to this podcast, uh, my my friend Nathan does uh, did the uh, costume. It must have been was so a costume fun. assistant wow. on it and was so good. Yeah, it was good. Crash. Totally it was over three days, three <laughs> days of extras work outside because there was these massive big battles and running around, and you had to have like a certain level of fitness and you had to have like a certain level of martial arts training qualifications or whatever. And mm. yeah, pretty great. Pretty sure, good. There you go. Really good Sorry, uh, I was on into the badlands. Uh, yeah. To wrap up the Mortal Kombat conversation, there's one last thing I was thinking yes. about that I wanted to pose to everybody. In the trailer talk episode, I'm assuming you guys have all seen. Um, Worse. There was there was a bit of things that uh, were said that uh, were saying that they didn't think Mortal Kombat has lore. Like I think it was PJ was talking about how they had to build lore around the movie. Like I'm pretty sure Mortal Kombat has had a lot of lore for a long time, and I'm pretty sure that's. <laughs> James yeah. here just what, told um, us everything. <laughs> I don't think that's quite what he was. I, from what I understood, he was saying they had did a reimagining. They rebuilt the world in a brand new way ten years right. ago. And he was talking yeah. about yeah. that like... same short that James had mentioned. Sure. But sure. the way he was talking about it, and the way I think the others, because they don't normal Mortal Kombat, they mm. they were probably just thinking like, oh, they're just kind of building a story around this video game that doesn't have a story because he. I'm not pointing fingers at anyone, but there was definitely mm-hmm. the mention of saying, like, this game doesn't have a story. Like, it, and then Pagan, you school, that. you educated them. You educated them very heavily about yeah, the lore it, of Mortal Kombat. Because, uh, yeah, you did. Because the way, the way uh, PJ <laughs> phrased it sounded like, because he was like, the original game didn't have story. And I was like, uh, <laughs> uh, I think you'll find. I think you'll find that it did. Um, I wanted to praise you on like, that too, after... Pagan. Like the you dropped what? some massive Mortal Kombat knowledge on them. I mean, yeah, listen, <laughs> I have basic knowledge of Mortal Kombat. I didn't do a lot of research going into this. I just knew about it from like experience. So when he was like, "There's no story," I was like, "No, no, no." Yeah. And I was like, now listen, I'm recalling from memory, and this is like the super dumbed down basic bitch version of this storyline, but this is what that is. And then I gave it to them. Uh, and it seems to have been like me. pretty accurate from what I, yeah, what I would remember. But mm. yeah, so listening back, actually, I would say, like, listening back onto that trailer, I would totally agree with actually how Scott perceived it. He was commenting on how they reimagined this story in the context of this world for this movie. Mm. And when I picked it up, I was like, he's like, there's no story for Mortal Kombat. So I think when people listen to it the first time, maybe they're, they get it differently. Like people perceive mm. how he said stuff differently. Mm. But in context, I think he was talking about like the movie and I was all like, yeah. excuse me, sir. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, won't you, won't you hold up a minute, please? The problem May with the Mortal Kombat the like lore right and everything um, is that it's very convoluted and there are multiple different ways. There's, there's different timelines, there's different... 
Uh, I mean, Mortal Kombat X kind of came in and rewrote everything because they brought time yeah. travel into it. Um, it's like a lot of people, Ooh, when they saw the trailer for the movie, they were like, why is Sub-Zero destroying Jax's arms? That's not how it happens in the games. It's Ermac that gets rid of Sub-Zero's arms. Yes. This is, you know, set it's in the context movie. of this it's version of uh, events. Yeah, mm. and, and actually, if you go back in time yeah. through all the games, Jax has lost his mm. arms a multitude of different times. Yeah. Uh, in fact, <laughs> yeah. the original explanation for his arms was that he just wanted to power himself up. So yeah, he they were just modifications originally, weren't they? To, not because right. he needed right. them. Yeah. But yeah. this is them breaking so, that mold I mean, again. I, yeah, they're putting their own stamp I had, which I love. It, they clipped my comment out of context in the trailer, and Dan was like, was like up in the what? up in the live chat, being like, "What do you mean you finally have a story for Jax's arms?" And I was like, "No, no, 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 no!" In Watch context, but as soon as you said that, I was like, "Oh, they traded okay. it with okay. Sub Zero," and I was like, yeah. "Ah, okay, okay, okay." It's like sometimes those trailers will like be real triggering. I'm like, yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie. Um, but it is good oh, because no. like I thought that was so fucking cool. Oh, yeah. Using fatalities as plot points mm, yeah, to yeah. move the story Genius. was fantastic. Yeah. So good. I'm so excited for this. I feel like you can all see my opinion over on Retro if they show YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's up. talk about last night's uh live. Q&A episode with Drew and Nolan. For uh, sure. Yeah. Pagan, you made a I mean, guest appearance that I don't know if anyone was really expecting, but I guess in the context, like, it was going to be a replay or feud between Drew and Nolan. They had to have somebody moderate it, and what better way to do it than with the lovely Pagan to take the reins. Yeah. Nah. And that good was job. pretty <laughs> nice of them. You did Thank a really you. good job. Um, that. Yeah, it's... that was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, yeah. woke up this morning being like, ah. <laughs> you ever just, you ever just like, get, like blind drunk and then wake up the next morning being like, what the fuck? It was kind of like that, but I wasn't drunk. No, that's yeah, where uh, <laughs> so I had to rewatch the whole episode being like, what did I say? Oh, God. <laughs> um, but it was actually really nice. And it's such an honor to have done that for them. Um, it was really cool. I found it the day before. They were going to do this, and I knew that they were going to do like a live Q and A, but the retro feud version wasn't, I guess, explained to me. And I presume it was like something that they decided to do last minute. Mm. So Drew asked me if I was available, and I was like, "Heck, yes, I am." Um, I mean, <clears throat> yep, yep, yep. Sure thing. <laughs> Make time. I'll hit that comment schedule somehow. Oh, that falls. Oh, that falls. And that falls. Right? Yeah. Um, so for so, any members who haven't caught on the show, like instead of the normal retro replay version of the show that they have, I guess the pre-recorded, they did a live Q&A with Nolan and Drew, and then I hosted um, Retro Feud. What I did, though, I thought was kind of cute. I reached out to the previous members who had been on the show. James. Um, I know that there were a couple of members who are still coming and up, like who have been filmed. I may have And also Scott. Problem. Yes. <laughs> and Brandy. I called you out, buddy. <laughs> And Brandy and um, Michelle, Tiny Hannah and Michelle. It was it was great. I actually think like I had such a good response, and I didn't expect anybody to come at me with it, so it was cool. Um, but yeah, I just I wanted to open it up to people who have been on the show before and wanted to get their own back on Nolan and be like, "Come on, then test the test the logic here. Let's let's go." Mm. Um, that was fucking. That was. Listen, I could sit here and geek out all day about being in, in a live <laughs> show with Drew and Nolan. <laughs> For a very long time. What you're saying is simping? Uh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, simping, oh, yes. Simping. I, yes, I, yes. I, you know what I loved hard. is that you Googled the definition for Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love the fact we went that far into that tiny segment. 
and it stuck. I was like, oh, okay, here, yeah, this is where this is going. Fantastic. Yep. I know there was a genuine <laughs> need to know, though. There was a yeah, genuine yeah. need to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know they didn't know. Like, I had no idea they didn't know. I love, like, yeah, someone in the chat who's Gisela. Oh, I actually have a great comment on this. Um, so Gisela in the chat was like, haha, it's like Pagan schooling her dad or something like that. I was like, hey, that's hilarious. Um, but recently in one recently in one of the show notes for a new game that we were doing um uh or like game idea or whatever for a pitch i was like hey this is this is cool like what do you think and i wrote this thing and then at the bottom i was like tldr it's this and this plus this and then i highlighted tldr and I put a comment next to it, and I was like, this stands for... You're getting used to understanding how to talk to Nolan. Well done. <laughs> Tina's well, had like, was... years of practice in this. You have to talk was... to him like a toddler. It was, it was Drew. It was Drew who had the, the accent. Oh, it was Drew. The <laughs> and then Drew, Drew was like, uh, Pagan, I, I'm not that old. <laughs> like, I, I'm old, but I'm not that old. I was like, oh, shit, How old I'm is sorry. Drew, out of interest? How old is he? Ageless? I don't know. He could be 80. Jesus. He could be 80. He's got a lot of hair. Like that. He's, he's got a lot of hair. How can growing, you tell? Growing that beard for 500 years, clearly. Yeah, but he's got yeah. more yeah. color in his beard than I have, which makes me worry now. And I'm thinking, <laughs> shit, True. I, I genuinely, I don't know. I cannot. I can't even answer that question. I believe I he's know. forty. Oh, because oh, he, he okay, once said so in a like... chat that he was born in nineteen eighty. Shit, that's oh. not. And we've Damn. all offended him. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Drew. Probably, yeah, I didn't he's like, so I was that. born in nineteen ninety. Fuck you all. Sometimes, <laughs> like, I would say stuff to Adam, and he wouldn't get it. You know, so I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's just like a pop culture thing that not many people know about. It. So I just thought I'd explain what TLDR didn't me- mention it that. Depend- I think. It well, I got school. <laughs> it was like, please don't. I'm old, but I'm not that old. I'm like, oh, sorry. Like, it's got to be like how often you just scroll through Twitter on the timeline or whatever, and you yeah. can pick up so much that you Truth. don't want to know or you just didn't need just through scrolling, and now you know, and it's stuck with you. Twitter has that. I'll admit, there's a few times where I've had to do uh, like Google. No wonder I'm lost because I've only been on Twitter for like a year, so I'm just like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still Mm -hmm. getting used to Twitter as well. It's a great place for like voiceover work and all that because you find a lot of like great for networking on Twitter. Brilliant for networking. Really, Mm -hmm. really good for networking. I've met some really great people through it, but at the same time, I'm also like, what the fuck does that mean? And I just have to go (laughs) to like, uh, like, like, I've got an urban dictionary on like, like, (laughs) wise. Like one of the biggest ones for me was SMH or SMDH, and I was Shake like, "My damn head!" Yeah, my damn head. Took me forever. I can't see it everywhere, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, definitely mean? didn't just learn what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. now, just now learned what that meant. Hey, every day's a school day, dude. It's fine. <laughs> for real, you have lifted you lifted such a weight. T-I-L, <laughs> today I learned. I always thought it meant yeah, like send me help or something like. Yeah. <laughs> Don't. I, I had to Google it so many times to get it actually That's into amazing. my brain to remember what the hell it meant. Oh, <laughs> oh right. God. Yeah, I'm sorry. Facebook. Life makes sense now. But anyway, what did you guys think of the, the live Q&A? Do you guys like these kind of um, episodes on Retro Replay? Yeah. Uh, but I think yeah, anything it's... interactive, anything like that truly is, it's not just, you know, uh, when you're having an impact on the content you're watching at the same time, I think anyone's going to get sucked into that and, and enjoy that more and want to show up in, and play their part, you know, 
Uh, not that yeah, it doesn't when it's a pre-recorded show, but like, yeah, it, it's always exciting. But at the same time, you know, it's knowing there's only so much you can do. There's a lot of preparation and time limits on that as well. Um, but I think on the occasion, it's fun and it's, it's exciting. It works. It's great. Idea. Yeah, I think it's better when when you can see the impact of what you're saying sometimes. Because a lot of, I mean, chat was going at quite a pace last night. It was it was really racing speed. Um, (laughs) But it's still nice to know that people's comments were being read out, and not just the people that were donating soup as well. I know I know that's kind of a prerequisite. You kind of have to say that because you know they've given you Mm. money, and you don't want to say, "Hey, fuck you." Um, But uh, (laughs) it's just. Um, that's your favorite. I think it's nice. Truth? And le- well, yeah. I mean, I g- it's weird. It's like, I guess uh, Tina and I have seen Nolan in that situation anyway. We've, we've seen it in person. So it's kind of nice, nice to see everyone else getting to experience that. They, they get to experience, like, sure. you know, Nolan being Nolan, yeah. uh, no holes barred. First so hand. I mean, Nolan likes, the, likes conversations with people. He likes to talk to people. And this is the closest you can get without being at a convention where you have that yeah. Like actual face-to-face yeah. contact conversation, and it's the closest way you can do it to a massive group of people that wouldn't be able to get to convention or whatever or whatever circumstances going on now. Yeah. And that really helps mm-hmm. people. And it keeps people connected to yeah. the show, which I think really helps in this day and age of there being so many shows. Like it's so saturated right now. Oh, of course. So this is a great way for them to stay connected to that fan base. Yeah, especially and with it lockdown. Has its yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, well, the everybody streams now. <laughs> Do they? What? Very true. What? I don't know of which you speak. What's a what? stream? Huh? What? Oh, you mean a stream? A stream? The live stream. Is that like a book? A stram? A live stream? A live stream? Or a river? That's that starts short. Shortly. Shorty Lee. I think Shorty. I should just call them live strams from now on. I live would strams. Live strams. I, would, I would go with that. Reinvent like, the stream. It. A live stream. Live yeah. babbling brook. <laughs> just, I, I think they should just stick water. to it. It works. They yeah. created something. Water. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to my babbling brook. Speaking of the wonderful music that we have, yeah. I feel we should, we we definitely should bring to attention. Oh, no. The Absolutely. fact that um, all of the music that we use in our streams oh, no. is entirely created and produced by the wonderful Scott. Yes, indeed. Oh, incredible, yeah. incredible Dude, beats, man. Like, but for real, talented. the person who listens to my beats more than anyone, more than I do, is Pagan. Pagan! Mm-hmm. Like, dude, every time you've done a stream or, like, I go to catch up or on, on a stream you've done, like, the first 15 minutes just my music and, like, I don't listen to my own music that much. Um, <laughs> I fucking like, love your music! It's, like, it, it's, it's it, the it, most surreal thing because, like, I all of that is when just, I first like... heard about it. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's weird that anyone listens to it because, like, it's literally in half an hour I got bored and thought, oh, this sounds fun to run to or to drive to or to work to. That's literally all I've done. And I was like, oh, let's put it up online. Like, PCH is a song that is really fun to go driving to, relax from work. Um, Step by Step was a song to literally go running to because of the pace. Um, And as some of you know, it's featuring my beautiful voice pitched up five times and you're like, so yeah, cool. I'm actually my voice. You are a feminine goddess. I know. They're like, oh, beautiful feminine vocals. I'm like, I fooled you. Yeah. So good, man. It's all perfect. <laughs> like, it's it's all the veil is perfect. Uh-huh. 
so um, you so, yeah. can find that. It is on um, bandcamp.com, yeah. and you can go find it. It's the Akari EP by Dan Ketsu, D-A-N-K-E-T-S-U. I listen to it every single stream. This gets me pumped. You get distracted yeah. <laughs> your stream. And every single time I close stream, it's Eclair. It's the fourth song. Yeah, the fourth yeah. song on the, on the soundtrack. Eclair, all the time. That's my closer. And I'm like, bye, everybody. Take oh, care. Okay. And then my opening is um, Hizashi and PC, PCH. Step yep. by step. I'm like, fucking just let's go. So, yeah, I I'm, love it. I'm I think actually, it's great. Um, I have actually started the next, like, the follow-up to the Akari EP. Because I've done, I've done a couple yes. of singles, but I have actually started yes. the next one. Nice. In my, like, streamers, like, stream music in general, a bit more, like, kind of toned down. Just because people seem to like it. So, I don't know. Again, there's it's no purpose so for any I mean, of it. Like, people oh, seem to like it, just keep on going. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And we recently did, we did a, uh, a fundraising stream for one of our friends um, nice. uh, who has a GoFundMe going at the moment. Um, and um, and Scott did a whole, like, uh, a massive, what was it, like five or six minutes. I got way too carried yeah. away, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really so good, though. Immersive, it's so good. Video and yeah. it was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. One thing led to another. Um, I was like, oh, let's just do an entire production. And yeah. yeah. And we, so we did this chat, we did this like a fundraising stream and, and like halfway through we, we were doing Overwatch and we, we had like sort of a, a bank of people uh, for one group and a bank of people for other. And in the middle, we had this like kind of intermission where, um, where Scott's uh, new track dropped and um, premiered along with a music video. And it was just fantastic. It went down so well. And so many people commented on how great it sounded. And it is. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing, amazing Mad. track. Yeah, get out there. It's called The Bachelor. Such a great um, It's called yeah, Code Noir. It's called Code Noir. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes, it was, sorry, it is called Code Noir. So when I first made it, I was like, I think I'm going to call it The Bachelor or something because he you knows it's for our friend. That's and I was right. like, what would be a good way to sum this up in some form? And that was like the working title at the time. And then I released it. And then when I, after the video, I was like, okay, now I'm going to title it this and change the artwork like a minute before I put it up. So Sorry, now it's called bad. Noir. No, it's always... Like a true artist. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's way cooler. Let's undo those two days of work. Mental just... fucking artists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're doing promotions right now and uh, sharing everything, I think it's about time. Do uh, you guys want to shout out your socials and also where everyone can find you guys and where they can catch... Any of the wonderful things you're doing, uh, let's. I'll start with Tina. Uh, sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, you'll find me in James at conventions if ever, conventions ever come back in some yes. way, shape, or form, crying behind the table, yeah. probably. Yeah, just having breakdowns. <laughs> I mean, that's where I heard from about retro replay. So live mm-hmm. it up, do it. Um, well, mine was more from biosmosis. You hear it long enough, it just enters your brain. There's only so many times you can hear. Have you checked I out Red Green? Like like, Stockholm no. syndrome okay. now. Yeah, PTSD is probably what I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It probably triggers every time. I'm not sure. I should probably get that checked. Well, um, see something about that. Yeah. I really should. It's like a ding every time. Um, yeah, Twitter is at tcav. Tcav. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Twitch.tv forward slash destinoobs. Come up yeah. for the noobs. Well, they Stay are all for the really nice noobs on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we don't have yeah. a. I actually, Twitter I have a like. Yeah. No. Yeah, well, I mean, you have your own Twitter, we though. Do. I feel like it's not yeah. necessary well, all the time. Like, if you're gonna put, like, you're gonna put it on three, like, 
Twitter pages that you're all streaming now, I feel like you're going to get reached yeah. like a longer audience. It wasn't kind of a thing um, that we wanted to do though with Twitter and stuff because we were like, we just want to do this for fun. So we may yeah. as well just keep it as non-professional True. as possible. I mean, you've met the three of us. <laughs> Which we do. Professional. Appear to me a professional right now. There. Premium, uh-huh. premium professional yeah. content that we all provide. Right, so yes. let's uh, move right on to James. Sir, do you have anything you want to share or promote? Um, oh, crikey. Um, I'd love to. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, my Twitter is at James H Voices. I have my own website, which is www.jameshvoices.com. Um, for those of you that don't know, I do voiceover work. Not quite as prolific as certain people, but um, we, we won't name them. Um, uh, most recently is a game called Project Wingman which I've been in, uh, which is currently on sale. I think it has a, oh. uh, a discount on it on Steam. So it's a bit like um, Ace Combat. If you like the Ace ah, Combat series, I'm in yeah. that. Um, Amazing. And uh, and there's also a free-to-play game, which is out on Steam as well. So if you want to go and play that, it's called Warfork. It's Warfork. a... Warfork. Love it. Uh, it's a derivative of Quake. Okay. If you remember the old Quake Arena kind of style oh, yeah. uh, shooting game. So it's a derivative of that. And I play the character Rufus in that. Um, so yeah, go download that. It's absolutely for free, and our voice packs have just hit the server this week. So nice. uh, go listen to that. There's something else I'm, I've got in the pipeline, but I can't tell you about. But I'd love to, uh, and that's another Fair video enough. game. Um, but when that comes out, you'll hear all about that from me. Um, other than that, yeah, that that's kind of my own personal stuff. But obviously, we've got Twitch.tv forward slash Destinoobs. We do try and stream at least once a week if we can. Um, technically, tonight should have been our streaming <laughs> night, but we're here with you guys instead. Yay! um oh thank you good cause and all that um but yeah it's generally just like (laughs) us three idiots playing video games badly and talking over the top of all the internal game dialogue so (laughs) if that's into you if that's your thing come join us Mm -hmm. i got to join you guys when you played mario kart a few weeks ago and that was a lot of that A lot of noise. It's pretty much all I did was just I, I just focused on like I need to beat James because it was just <laughs> yeah. me and James like competing the whole time. Yep. I think at I, one yeah, point me and Scott were just like, no, this is great. La, we la, we la, were always at the back, <laughs> at the back, or just be like, oh, look at them go. And like Scott and Tina in a great pool lane on Mario Kart <laughs> back, just like, <laughs> slow and You're steady ones. The right. God, that'd be me. <laughs> that would be me. All right, and lastly, we have Scott. Yeah. Uh, Twitter at oh, I regret this name already. <laughs> Farronation. It's F. My surname is Farron. F A W R O N, and then A T I O N. Asian. Farronation. All one word. I need to change. Farronation. Um, <laughs> you can. You can. You can change it. There was a yeah, time. I just don't know. There was the, a time where you yeah. couldn't mm-hmm. change it, but yeah. recently they have yeah. completely gone out. You can I'm change deciding, it. I'm I'm still thinking on that. So uh, that's that's Twitter. Cool. Um, I'm also uh, I'm a creator on an animated series that's currently in development. Uh, the website is www.tinasportingthewonderfulhoodie. Thank you, Connie. Uh, website is www.tameratheseries.com, all one word. Okay, so we're also on Instagram at tamera underscore the underscore series. I just that... realized Pagan's wearing the top for that. Yep. Yeah, Woody. <laughs> yeah. Rapping. Appreciate so it, dude. Um, so we do that. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we get our message out there <laughs> that's how you get your message out there folks sure. uh so that's that's <laughs> on the way that's something we've been working on for a few years and we just nda life is so real and we'll talk about it when when the time is right but that's on the way 
And yeah, lastly, music, yeah, bandcamp.com forward slash Danketsu. Nice. Um, and that's all the different things. Yeah. Sweet. And if you want to uh, <laughs> purchase some advertising space on Pagan's Tits, you can go to... <laughs> <laughs> you can send me that money fucking directly. <laughs> Just tuck it in there. I got you. Hit me up in my DMs. Slide right into those DMs. Make make me an offer I can't refuse. <laughs> any offer. Any offer. <laughs> yeah, any anything offer, is fine. That's fine, yeah. Like, yeah. Should do it for a taco. Any good. Tacos. <laughs> That's hard to say no to tacos. Exactly. Okay. All right. I won't say how I bribed bacon, but it worked. <laughs> <laughs> Save me some like, of them biscuits. You could bro. just send me something, and like you didn't even send this. I paid for it. <laughs> I bought this. You. Now this I is marketing. Hit advertisement. <laughs> This went perfectly well. I paid for perfect advertising. Precisely. So it's fine. Yeah, out I absolutely love it. No, I love it, and I'm super happy to support. You pay me to promote me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Just send me shit in DMs, and like, I'm probably gonna buy it anyway. <laughs> and be like, yay! I want to support you. Uh, yeah. No, super happy to support um, Tamara and your project, dude. I think it's pretty great what you're doing. So, um, you. if anybody does want to go find out more about that, just go over to Scott's uh, Twitter page. I'm sure he's yep, got links on there. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How you can support the show. Very um, exciting. Yeah. You can find me on all the usual socials at Pagan Plays on Twitter and at Pagan underscore plays on Instagram and uh, on Twitch. And we'll put all of these lovely guests' socials and um, linkables down in the description below. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everything will be in the show notes on the YouTubes as well as the podcasting platforms, which you can find us on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and Google as well as the YouTube where you can see everyone's wonderful faces and all of this marketing across various <laughs> chests. <laughs> also, if you're listening on podcasting platforms, leave us a comment. Yes. Put a review in. Let's, let us know what you think. Um, we would love to hear your thoughts and feedback. Thank you. That would be great, <laughs> honestly. All uh, right. So in feedback. <laughs> thank you all so much for being here for this discussion today just wanted to let everyone out there know that if you have any questions regarding retro replay you can reach out to members at retroreplayshow.com where the lovely pagan will uh try to get back to you and sort anything out that you might need help with if you have questions for the cast or crew or uh, retro replay you can let us know here at the retro Re- or replayer podcast at the replayer podcast at gmail.com thank you so no, much everybody <laughs> I, oh, I'll just ask you, Tina. I'll just ask you to your face. <laughs> that, folks, Hello. is game over. Bye. 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 Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.